Welcome to Zikhu Dafsi Man Ram Gold Hai, and there was Zechus Nadarim Daf Yud Gimel, the first parak Kolknuye. So the three dots we're going to focus on. Number one, the Gemara on the bottom daf Yud Base Amid Base Brana Brisa, which taught if one says Hari Eleka Bechor, this meat is like a Bechor towards me. Rabbi Yaakov forbids the meat to devour, but Rabbi Yudah permits it. After rejecting the suggestion that this Malchuk is related to Brami Barakham's question regarding one who says that an item should be like the meat of a Shlamim after the Zrika of the blood, the Gemara clarifies the basis of the dispute. What is Rabbi Yehuda's reason for permitting the item that was linked with the Bechor? The Pasuk states, Ki yidor, if a man vows a neder, yidor The repetitive phrase implies that a neder through association does not work unless one associate with something vowed. To exclude a Bechor, which is something that is inherently prohibited. The Ron explains that since a Bechor is automatically sanctified as an offering from birth, it's considered a Dabra Asur, an inherently prohibited object. Rabbi Yaakov, who forbids the article, disagrees, as the Pasuk states, Hashem to Hashem, L'Rabos Dabra Asr, which includes an association with something prohibited, referring to a Bechor. The Gemara brings a Bryce that explains that we learn from the Pasuk, Hazachar Takdish, the male shall you consecrate, Shemitzvah that it's a mitzvah to consecrate the Bechor verbally. Rabbi Yudah responds that the Bechor would be sanctified even if no such declaration was made, and is therefore not considered a Dabra Nadur. Point number two, the Mishnah on Dab Yud Gimel Amabe states, if one says, Konum pi imcha, Konum my mouth, which speaks to, Yadi osi imcha, my hand which works with you, Ragli mahalachis imcha, or my foot which walks with you, the nether is valid, and his friend is forbidden to benefit from these activities. The Gemara wonders how such a nether can be effective, since we learned that one area in which Shavuos are more stringent than the Darim is, that oaths are affected both on that which is tangible and that which is intangible, as opposed to the Darim. The run explains that a shvua takes effect on the gavra, the person, and a person has substance, which is not the case with nadarim, which takes effect on items, but not activities. How then can one prohibit speech and the others with another? The Gemara answers the mission speaking of one who said, Let my mouth be forbidden for my speaking with you. My hand should be forbidden for their working with you. Or, My feet should be forbidden for their working with you. He thus has declared a nether on tangible items, which is effective. And point with you, the first mission in the second parak begins, and these are the vows that are permitted, meaning they're ineffective. Among this list is one who says, Kabsar Hazir, your food should be like pork to me, or like an idol, and several other examples. These illustrate the concept mentioned briefly earlier that one who makes a nether of hatasa linking, in which he declares an item to be like a forbidden one, it must be done with a dabraha nadur, a vowed item, meaning one which became prohibited through vowing, and not a dabra asr, an item inherently forbidden. Pork, idols, and the examples which fall in the Mishnah are all forbidden inherently without a person's declaration. The Gemara on Daf Yud Dalad Ahmed Alf will provide the source for this rule. So once again, the three points are number one. The Gemara on the bottom of Daf Yud Base Ahmed Base brought a bright switch taught. If one says, Hari like a Bechor, this meat is like a Bechor towards me. Rabbi Yaakov forbids the meat to devour, but Rabbi Yehuda permits it. After rejecting the suggestion that this Malchuk is related to Brahmi Barakham's question regarding one who says that an item should be like the meat of a Shlamim after the Zrika of the blood, the Gemara clarifies the basis of the dispute. What is Rabbi Yehuda's reason for permitting the item that was linked with the Bechor? The Pasuk states, Ki yidor, if a man vows a neder, the repetitive phrase implies that a neder through association does not work unless one associate with something vowed. To exclude a bechor, which is something that is inherently prohibited. The run explains that since a bechor is automatically sanctified as an offering from birth, it's considered a dabra asr, an inherently prohibited object. 
Rabbi Yaakov, who forbids the article, disagrees, as the Pasuk states, Hashem to Hashem, L'Rabos Dabra Asr, which includes an association with something prohibited, referring to a Bechor. The Gemara brings a Bryce that explains that we learn from the Pasuk, Hazachar Takdish, the male shall you consecrate, Shemitzvah that it's a mitzvah to consecrate the Bechor verbally. Rabbi Yudah responds that the Bechor would be sanctified even if no such declaration was made, and is therefore not considered a Dabra Nadur. Point number two, the Mishnah on Dab Yud Gemma Amabe states, if one says, Konum Pi Medaber Imcha, Konum my mouth, which speaks to Yadi Osi Imcha, my hand which works with you, Ragli Mahalachis Imcha, or my foot which walks with you, the nether is valid and his friend is forbidden to benefit from these activities. The Gemara wonders how such a nether can be effective since we learned that one area in which Shavuos are more stringent than the Darim is, Shahashvuos Chaos al Dabr Sheeshba Mamash, Vashain Bamamash, Mashain came Benadarim, that oaths are affected both on that which is tangible and that which is intangible, as opposed to the Darim. The run explains that a shvua takes effect on the gavra, the person, and a person has substance, which is not the case with the Darim, which takes effect on items, but not activities. How then can one prohibit speech and the others with another? The Gemara answers the mission speaking of one who said, Let my mouth be forbidden for my speaking with you. My hand should be forbidden for their working with you. Or, My feet should be forbidden for their working with you. He thus has declared a net on tangible items, which is effective. And pointing with you, the first mission in the second parak begins, These are the vows that are permitted, meaning they're ineffective. Among this list is one who says, Your food should be like pork to me, or like an idol and several other examples. These illustrate the concept mentioned briefly earlier, that one who makes a nether of hatpas, a linking, in which he declares an item to be like a forbidden one, it must be done with a dabra nadur, a vowed item, meaning one which became prohibited through vowing, and not a dabra asr, an item inherently forbidden. Pork, idols, and the examples which fall in the Mishnah are all forbidden inherently, without a person's declaration. The Gemara on Daf Yud Dawid Ahmed Alf will provide the source for this rule. Alright, so now we go to our Simmer Daf Yud Gimel, and our standard Simmon is a Bar Mitzvah boy. Our Bar Mitzvah boy. So here goes. The extremely nervous Bar Mitzvah boy who brought in Eli Bechor in as a prop for his pshato on Hare Eli Kabachor tried to get out of speaking by declaring, Kona my mouth, which speaks to you. And then wasn't sure if he could eat at the Suda because he boarded out, that which I eat of yours is like Chazir. So once again, slow motion. The extremely nervous Bar Mitzvah boy, Bar Mitzvah boy, that must be more enough, Yud Gimel. The extremely nervous Bar Mitzvah boy who brought a live Bechor in as a prop for his Pshatlan, Hare Alaika Bechor, which reminds us, the Gemara on the bottom of Yud Beis, on Beis, brought a Baraisa, which taught, if one says, Hare Alaika Bechor, this meat is like a Bechor towards me, Rabbi Yaakov forbids the meat to the vow, but Rabbi Yehud permits it. Rabbi Yehud permits because a Bechor is a Dabra Asr, inherently prohibited from birth, not a Dabra Nadr, whereas Rabbi Yaakov forbids meat since the Pasuk says Lashem, and there's a mitzvah to verbally consecrate the Bechor. So the extremely nervous Bar Mitzvah boy who brought in Eli Bechor in as a prop for his pshato on Hare Eli Bechor tried to get out of speaking by declaring Konum my mouth which speaks to you which reminds us the mission of Yud Gimel on base states if one says Konum Pi Medaberimcha Konum my mouth which speaks to you or my hand which works with you or my foot which walks with you the netter is valid and his friend is forbidden to benefit from these activities. The more one is how such a netter can be effective since Nadarm do not take effect on activities since they are intangible. The more answers the mission of speaking of one who said, let my mouth be forbidden for my speaking with you, or my hand should be forbidden for their working with you, or my feet should be forbidden for their walking with you. He thus declared a netter on tangible items, which is effective. So the extremely nervous Bar Mitzvah boy who brought a Lai Bechor in as a prop for his pshato on 
Hare like bechor. Tried to get out of speaking by declaring cone in my mouth, which speaks to you. And then wasn't sure if he could eat at the Suda because he blurted out, that which I eat of yours is like Chazir, which reminds us. The first mission, the second paragraph begins, mutar, and these are the vows that are permitted, meaning ineffective. Among this list is one who says, Kibasar Chazir, your food should be like pork to me, or like and several other examples. These illustrate the concept that one who makes a nether of hatpasa, linking, in which he declares an item to be like a forbidden one, it must be done with a dabra nadur, a vowed item, meaning one which became prohibited through vowing, and not a dabra asra, an item inherently forbidden. So once again, the extremely nervous bar mitzvah boy who brought in a lie bechor and as a prop for his pretzel on hare like bechor tried to get out of speaking by declaring cone in my mouth which speaks to you and then wasn't sure if he could eat at the suuda because he blurted out that which I eat of yours is like chazir. All right, now it's time to go to our four blabat chazara. Daf tes. So the simmer daf tes is a teapot. So here goes the group of rashaim sitting around drinking tea, drinking tea. That must be on daf tes teapot. The group of Rishayim sitting around drinking tea and making Nadarim, which reminds us, the mission states as another example of Yadus Nadarim, if one says, Kenidri Rishayim, Nadabinazur, Ubakarlun, Bishvua, like the vows of the wicked, he's made a netter to be a Nazar or to bring a carbon or to effect an oath. This qualifies as a netter because it's within the practice of the Rishayim to make Nadarim. If one says, Kenidri Kesherim, like the vows of the virtuous, it's not effective because it's not the practice of the virtuous to make Nadarim. Still, if he say kinidvosam, like their pledges, the vow is affected because the Ksherim do make pledges. So the group of Rashaim sitting around drinking tea and making nadarim were rebuked by the waiter who told them it's better to not vow at all than even to vow and pay, which reminds us a Pasik and Kohela states, Tobishwa It's better that you do not vow than vow and not pay. Rabbi Meir says, Tob Better than vowing and paying and vowing and not paying is one who does not vow at all. Rabbi says, Tob Mizeh Umizeh Noder Umishalem. Better than not vowing and vowing and not paying is one who vows and pays. The Ron explains that Rabbi opinion is based on the previous passage which says, Eser Shetidar Shalem, that which you vow, pay. So the group of Rashaim sitting around drinking tea and making Nadarim were rebuked by the waiter who told them it's better to not vow at all than even to vow and pay. But making Nadava of Nazirus, like the handsome man with the long curly hair sitting in the corner next to the mirror, is totally acceptable, which reminds us of the story of Shimon Tzadik and the handsome Nazar with beautiful hair. Daf Yud, so the Simmer Daf Yud is a minion of Yidin. So here goes. The pious members of a minion of Yidin, a minion of Yidin? That must be more on Daf Yud. The pious members of a minion of Yidin who pledged to become Nazirim, so they can bring a Khatas, which reminds us, Rabbi holds that it is virtuous to become a Nazir. As he said, Chasidim Rishim Hei Misavim, Having karmachatas, the early pious ones desired to bring a karmachatas, because the Baruch does not bring any stumbling through them, so they do not have their own chatas obligations. Mayosim, what do they do instead? They would arise and pledge Naziris to Hashem to become thereby obligated in the carbon chatas to Hashem. So the pious members of a minion of Yidin, who pledged to become Nazirim, so they can bring a chatas, were in shock when the rabbi called them sinners for abstaining from wine, which reminds us of Rabbi Shimon, however, disagreed with Rabbi Yehuda and said that the pious would not accept Naziris, so they should not be called sinners, as it says, the keeper of and the cone will atone from the Nazir for having sinned relating to the soul. The Gemara quotes a similar position, who added, regarding which soul did he sin, it's rather because he afflicted himself by abstaining from wine. So the pious members of a minion of Yidin who pledged to become Nazirim, so they can bring achatas, were in shock when the rabbi called them sinners for abstaining from wine. 
just as news broke out that the Chamin invented canoeing for Nidarim, less people who should just say carbon will come to simply say Lashem, which reminds us, Rabbi Yochanan said that canoeing are Lashem Umos hen. They are from the languages of other nations, whereas Reish Lakish said, Lashem Shabadalem Chacham Yos Noderbo. They are terms the Chamim invented to vow with. The Gemara explains Reish Lakish's opinion that the reason they created substitute terms rather than using the original term carbon was out of fear that a person may intend to say carbon Lashem and may say only Lashem to Hashem, thus saying Hashem's name in vain. Daf Yudolf. So the similar Daf Yudolf is stars like the 11 stars in Yosef's dream. The eccentric guide of the planetarium, which had strict rules about not eating your star exhibits, star exhibits, that must be run off get all of stars. The eccentric guide of the planetarium, which had strict rules about not eating near star exhibits, was frustrated that his guests did not make an inference from his comment of not hulun, that which you eat. Which reminds us, the Mishnah Dav Yeramabes taught that one who says lechun shaolcholcha aser, not hulun, should be that which you eat of yours, he is forbidden from eating his friend's food. Lachun is interpreted as lechun, not hulun. The Gemara here explains that by saying it should not be hulun, it's inferred that it should be instead like a carbon and determines that the Tana is Rabbi Yehuda, for it cannot be Rabbi Mer, for Rabbi Mer does not hold of that from an inference of a negative you hear a positive so he would not consider this vow effective so the eccentric guide of the planetarium which had strict rules about not eating near star exhibits was frustrated that his guests did not make an inference from his comment of not who and that which you eat so instead he told them which meant that because it's like a carbon you cannot eat which reminds where Mary interprets the words to mean like a carbon your food should be therefore I will not eat of yours so the eccentric guide of the planetarium which had strict rules about not eating near star exhibits was frustrated that his guest did not make an inference from his comment of not hulun that which you eat so instead told them a carbon which meant that because it's like a carbon you cannot eat and then showed them a constellation that will take the meat of a shlamim after Zrika, which reminds us, Rami Barakama asked, If one said this should be to me like the meat of a carbon shlamim, after the Zrika of the blood, what is the halacha? The Gemara clarifies that the inquiry was made where a person had the meat of the shlamim after Zrika in front of him, and said about a second permitted item in front of him, This should be like this. The question is, is he linking the netter with its origin, meaning the primary state of the carbon, before the Zrika, in which it was prohibited, or is he linking the netter with its current permitted status? So the symbol of base is 12 brothers. So here goes. The 12 brothers, 12 brothers, that must be more enough. Yud Beis, the twelve brothers who each vowed not to eat or drink on their father's yard site, which reminds us the Gemara attempted to bring a second proof to Rami Barakhama's inquiry whether one is Matbis's netter to an item in its original state of Isra or to its current state of Heter, from a Bryce which states that if one vows not to eat meat nor drink wine on a given day, Kiyom Shemesbo Avi, like the day his father died, the netter is effective. The proof is rejected when the Gemara says the cases where the brothers had fasted every year on their father's yard site. So the twelve brothers who each vowed not to eat or drink on their father's yard side got so hungry that they started to dream of eating kachalos arnukutramasa, which reminds us the Gemara attempted a third proof from a Mishnah Dab Yudgimon base, which states if one declares an item kachalos arnukutramaso mutter, like arn's chala or like his truma, it's permitted. This is because they're considered a davra aser, an inherently forbidden item, as opposed to a davra anadur, an item prohibited through vowing. The more infers that had he said katrumas lachme toda, like the truma of the breads of a carbon toda, meaning the four loaves separate from the forty loaves to be given to the Kohen, the vow would be effective because it's a davra anadur. The Gemara will come to reject the proof. 
So the twelve brothers who each vowed not to eat or drink on their father's yard side got so hungry that they started to dream of eating Kachal's Aron Ukutrumaso and decided to distract themselves by separating Truma from their Lachmi Toda while it was still in its dose day, which reminds us the Gemara demonstrates how Truma could be taken from Lachmi Toda while it's still in its dose day. All right, so now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of ten questions. Number one. Which stuff do you have the story of Shimon Tzadik and the handsome Nazar with the beautiful hair? That's on Duff. Task. Good. Number two. Which stuff do we have Malchus Ramir of Yehuda? Whether a nether is effective when one says, Hare Kibachor. That's on Duff. Yud Gimel. Good. Number three. Which stuff do we discuss a case where one says he will not eat or drink Kiyom Shemesbo Aviv like the day his father died? That's on Duff. Yud Beis. Good. Number four. Which stuff do you remember Shimon holds that people who pledge Nazirus are chotim, they're sinners, since they're abstaining from wine? That's on Duff. Yud. Good. Number five. Which stuff do you remember the mission which states, Lachun is not Rabbi Meir, for he does not hold of Mikvel Lav That's on Duff. Yud Good. Number six. Which of the Rabbi Yochanan holds can you be more invented by the Chachamim so people will not come to simplify Lashem? That's on Duff. Yud. Good. Number seven. Which of the one a does not work when one is Matbis the nether to a Dabra Aser, such as Basar Chazir, the flesh of a pig? That's on Duff. Yud Gimel. Good. Number eight. Which of the one the said that the Chassidim Rishon would pledge Nazir so they could bring Achatos to Hashem? That's on Duff. Yud, good, number nine. Which of the one netto works if one said, Tone my mouth from speaking with you? That's on Duff. Yud, Gimel, good, and number ten. Which stuff does the Gemara attempt to resolve Rami Barchama's inquiry from the Mishnah, where one uses the Russian of Kachal's Aaron Ukutrumaso and his netto? That's on Duff. Yud, base. Excellent, that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ram Goldham Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.